Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Hey, everyone. Um, this is going to be a little bit of a different shenanigans podcast. I'm going to end it lighthearted with a lot of your questions that you sent in on Instagram. But... I just wanted to let you guys know what's been going on in my life the last few weeks. Brock will be here with me in a little bit, but this part was something that was just a little too hard for him to talk about, and I obviously respect that, so I'm going to fill you guys in myself, and then he'll be joining me in a little bit to end with a Q&A so it's not just an entirely sad podcast because I've never done that, but I have always been an open book and I've always told you guys everything that's going on in my life. And so many of you have followed me on my fertility journey over the last year and a half. And this is a part of it. It's just a sad part. So a few weeks ago, we found out that I was pregnant and for those of you who have followed my fertility journey, I'm freezing my eggs the last year and a half. I did two rounds, uh, one in January, one in July, and I didn't think that I could get pregnant on my own. My AMH levels, for those of you who know what they are, were 0.28. That's basically your fertility levels, and that tells you your egg count. I have a very low ovarian reserve egg count whatever you want to call it. And my doctors told me that it would be close to impossible to get pregnant on my own. I have been on birth control for many years, but they said that's not a cause of it. This is something that's just genetic and there's really nothing you can do to change it. There's no diet. There's there's nothing you can do. It just, it is what it is. So I decided to take my future into my own hands and freeze my eggs. Last year, I did two rounds. We got nine the first round and seven the second. So I have 16, which sounds great, right? But it's actually not. It's good. It's not great because they're just eggs right now. They're not embryos. So they're not fertilized. Once they're fertilized, you maybe lose half. Once they're genetically tested, you maybe lose another half. And then you never know if the implantation is going to take. So I did this last year just as a backup plan, but also as what I thought my only option would be. But a few weeks ago, 
I missed my period. And I was like, wait, maybe I'm like, I'm not on the pill anymore. So maybe I'm just like a little irregular. Maybe, you know, I've been hanging out like we'd been in isolation for so long, but I started hanging out with Ariana and Jamie again. And I thought, you know, maybe I'm just thinking to their cycle. So I didn't really think anything of it. And then I had a tarot card reader and I've never really done the tarot cards. I, as a lot of you probably know, I'm a huge believer in psychics and mediums and all of that. And I guess ever since the episode of Vanderpump Rules aired, I had a lot of psychics reaching out who wanted to give me a reading. So this woman, I can post her information as well, did a tarot card reading for me. And the night she did it, I was four days. I had missed my period, but I just thought, you know, I'm a couple of days late. It's coming. It's coming. We were in Arizona that weekend. I drank a little bit that weekend, but I hadn't really drank at all since my birthday. I was cleansing, getting ready for my third round of freezing my eggs. So there was one night in Arizona we drank and I got really sick and I threw up a bunch and didn't think maybe I'm pregnant. I thought, oh, well, that's what you get when, you know, you mix White Claw with tequila shots or whatever. One. I had literally one shot and a couple White Claws on the boat. And I just, I hadn't really drank in a few weeks. So I just thought, you know, I ate a lot of food that day and mixed the sweet White Claws with a tequila shot at the end of the night. And I got really sick. Didn't think anything of it. So I get back from Arizona and I have this tarot card reader and she's telling me all of these things and it was really, really spot on stuff. And at the end of it, she goes, do you have any questions? And I was like, actually, yeah, I would like to know about kids. I always ask because I'm just interested to see what psychics have to say about that and what they see. And she goes, has someone told you like you can't have natural children? And I was like, well, science and doctors say there's a very slim chance to that, but psychics have told me otherwise. And she was like, yeah, she goes, I I see natural children. She's shuffling her cards and shows me this card. And I don't know anything about tarot cards. She shows me this card and she says, you have a child today if you want it. And I was like, well, yeah, I mean, I froze my eggs. So technically, if I wanted to unfreeze them, you know, today per se, I could. But the way she said it, I was like, hold on. And then I'm thinking about how I got sick over the weekend. I am a few days late. My best friend Brett was staying with me. Brock was down in San Diego. And there was just something that I'm like, what if? Like, what if a miracle happened? And so Brett and I go to the store. I buy a test. I come home. I'm on FaceTime with Brock. I'm like joking around because I'm like, I've, I'm 35 years old. I've never been pregnant in my life. Like it's all, every time I've, you know, been a few days late and I pee on a stick, it's negative, negative, negative. So he's like, why are you doing this so like casually while I'm on the phone with you? I'm like, because I already know what it's going to say. And as I'm waiting for it to develop, I'm on FaceTime with him. And in the first circle, there's two circles. There's like a circle and an oval. And it's like two lines for pregnant, one line for not pregnant. And as it's developing, there's one line in the first one in the circle. And I'm like, wait a second, wait a second. And I start freaking out because I'm like, oh, well, maybe it's just going to not be in the second one. That's just the line in the first one. And maybe, and then there's a line in the second one. And I'm like, there's no way, there's no way. I need to go back and get another test. We go back and we get the most like expensive test. I get three more. I did five total. They all say pregnant. 
I'm just like, oh my God, like we weren't even trying. This is, this is a miracle. I'm so happy. And Brock is like, wait, what? Like, we're just freaking out, but we're so excited because we didn't know or think that it was possible. So still, I'm like not convinced. I'm like, I need to go get a blood test. So I go, I get the blood test. My doctor calls me and says, congratulations, you're two to three weeks pregnant. And I was just like, oh my God, I didn't know this was possible. So we're getting really excited, you know, like Jamie came out that week. She brought me a present, brought her daughter out here. I babysat for the weekend. I'm like, well, got to get used to this. And I told my mom and my sister, and we were so excited to tell my dad on Father's Day. We made him this like surfboard that said he's Dutch. And in Dutch, you call grandma and grandpa, opa and oma. And we got these letters, like stickers on it. And it said, only the best dads get bumped up to opas. And we were so excited to give him this for Father's Day. And then over last weekend, when we were down in San Diego for Brock's birthday, and I know it looked like I was probably drinking and partying, but this was literally just stuff for the vlog because I wasn't going to announce in the first trimester that I was pregnant. So I was just, you know, keeping up the facade. So no one really asked questions. I had a shot of water at dinner. I had a virgin strawberry daiquiri. I had this awesome purple mocktail with like foam. Like, so yeah, it looks like I'm drinking, but I wasn't. Even on the drinking and podcasting episode that I did a few weeks ago with Brett, that was the night I found out. So he was drinking Aperol spritzes. I wasn't. I was just pretending, but I actually wasn't. I was all over the place kind of on that podcast, not because I was drinking, because I was like, holy shit, I am pregnant. And I was still trying to process it all, but we were so excited. And so we're down in San Diego for Brock's birthday. And after our date night, the first night, if Y'all saw my vlog. You know what I'm talking about. We get home from dinner and not to be graphic, but I went to the bathroom and there was blood. And I know that it's normal to spot in the first trimester. So I'm like, okay, this is more than I would like to see, but like, I'm okay. I'm okay. Like it's, it's going to be okay. The next morning I wake up and I see all over the internet that Stassi's pregnant. And I'm like, oh my God, like, we're pregnant together. Like, I'm like, I wonder how far along she is. Like she announced so early. I was like, I swear we were all drinking when we filmed the reunion, but maybe she had a mocktail. Like, I don't know. And so I see this, I obviously text congratulations, but I don't say anything about me because not only did I start bleeding the night before and I'm worried I'm having a miscarriage, but it was too early. I was only, I think, at that time, about five weeks. So I wasn't really telling anyone other than my two best friends, my mom and my sister, obviously Brooke. So no one knew. And I wanted to keep it a secret until we knew it was safe to tell people because my hopes were already up and I was so excited. And obviously, you guys know where the story is going. So the rest of that weekend, we're down in San Diego at Viejas Casino. James and Raquel are down there with us. We're having a lot of fun, but I just felt off. I I felt like I felt pregnant a couple weeks before, and then I just felt normal. 
but I was still bleeding all weekend and it wasn't stopping. And Brock was like, well, you know, like at least like it's consistent. And I'm like, but it's not consistently good, honey. It's, it's not getting heavier. It's consistent in that sense, but this isn't like a, a good sign. Like it's, it's not stopping. So I'm freaking out. So that Monday we go on his birthday, his actual birthday after the weekend in San Diego, we go to my family doctor to get some blood work done and just to make sure, you know, my levels are going up and everything's good. And we weren't going to get the blood work back until the next day. So we get the blood work back the next day and my HCG, which is like the levels that tell you if you're pregnant, they're supposed to double or triple every two to three days. And it went up significantly, but it wasn't doubling or tripling as it should. But I was still like, okay, but it's good. It went up like this is a good sign. And then they called me back a little later and said what my progesterone and estrogen levels were. And my progesterone dropped significantly. And that's not a good sign. So I call my OB and I was like, I... I need to come in like I know my appointment's not until I'm eight weeks because of COVID and everything. You guys aren't seeing patients yet, but my progesterone levels were already, they already started out low and now they're even lower and I'm freaking out. And so I got on progesterone pills and the bleeding stopped and I was like, okay, this is good. But there was just still a feeling no matter how many positive thoughts I had or how much I tried to be like, no, 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 it's okay. Like the HCG went up. Like maybe, you know, your progesterone fluctuates. Like I was Googling everything. I found the one and only article where there was one sentence where it said, if your HCG went up, but your progesterone dropped, like it was still okay. It wasn't necessarily the sign of a miscarriage. So I just held on to that little bit of hope. And then last week, my OB got me in early and he did an ultrasound and there was no heartbeat and there was just nothing progressing. There's nothing growing inside. There was parts that he could see where it was starting to form and it just didn't. So obviously just devastating. I We were so excited and then to just like be excited for a few weeks and then it's just like gone so quickly. It's still been a lot to process because now I'm at home and I'm just waiting to naturally miscarry. I have to go back to my doctor this week so he can do another ultrasound because now I'm just literally sitting here waiting, feeling normal, but still treating my body as if I'm pregnant, which is a complete mind fuck because I know there's nothing progressing, but there's still something there and I haven't passed it yet. So I have to go back on Friday and find out exactly what's going on and what the next steps are. If I don't know if they give you a, a pill, a suppository, if they have to do a DNC procedure we don't exactly know yet, but I didn't want to not put a podcast out this week 
and have people speculating why I didn't put one out. I've already had people saying like, oh, are you jealous of Stassi because you haven't congratulated her? I'm like, Stassi and I have been texting every day just because I haven't posted something publicly. I'm overjoyed for her. I am so happy for them. They deserve this. Like, I know they've wanted a kid for they've been trying for a while. And I'm so, so happy for her and Bo. But I felt like I owed it to all of you guys to explain what's going on in my life, to not skip doing a podcast, to not just to not not say anything. And this isn't easy to do. It's easier because I'm sitting at home. I'm not in the studio. But I know a lot of you have followed me on this fertility journey. And I wanted to put this out because a miracle did happen and I got pregnant for the first time in my life. And although this one isn't working out and we don't know yet what's exactly going to happen, I know that I was able to get pregnant on my own and that alone is a miracle. And I know that this is something that's common that so many women go through. I found out cousins of mine who I never knew had multiple miscarriages. My best friend, her sister, like so many people, so many women have experienced this, but that doesn't make it any easier. And even though I was only six and a half weeks, that doesn't make it any easier. We still got so excited for something that isn't happening anymore. And it's it's been really really tough to wrap my head around and I've always been such an open book and I knew that I wanted to tell my story the way I want to tell it and that's why I'm doing it here on my podcast so it's my words that you guys are hearing and my emotion (laughs) sorry but I know that now I want this more than anything. When I was freezing my eggs a year and a half ago, I'm like, I don't even know if I want kids. Like, you know, I'm not a big kid person. Like, I'm not the person who goes to a party and wants to babysit your kid or hang out with your kid or hold your baby. That's never been me. But maybe that's because I was just always afraid that I wouldn't be able to have kids on my own. So I've always, like, blocked that out and pushed it away. But the second that test said positive, I've never been so excited for something. In my life, and I know now that I do, I really want this more than anything. So now it's a waiting game, and it's literally the worst thing I have ever waited for in my entire life because I don't know when it's going to fully happen. I don't know if it's gonna happen tonight, if it's gonna happen in a week, a month. I don't know how long it can take. So I'm just sitting here at home feeling like the most able like disabled person like I feel like I'm okay I'm I like I can I can go for a walk or go for a run but then I'm like no I'm afraid to do anything because I don't want to hurt my body and it's like but then I have to remind myself that there's nothing progressing and it's just it really it really is just it's a it's a mind fuck I started doing my acupuncture again I was literally eating all the right foods I was doing everything right And like I said, you know, all the drinks that you've seen in my last few vlogs were not even alcohol. But seeing that ultrasound and just 
seen no growth, no heartbeat. It was really, really tough. And now I'm like afraid every time I do go to the bathroom that there's going to be blood, that there's going to, it's just going to happen at any moment. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be graphic. It's just, it's, it's terrifying and it's terrible. And I would not ever wish this upon anyone. And I have so, so, so much empathy for anyone who has been through this because no one should ever have to go through this. It is just the worst feeling. But I just, I think it's something that's important to talk about because I think a lot of women don't talk about the hard parts of fertility. They hide it. They're embarrassed by it. They think it's their fault. They think that they did something wrong. And I know there's nothing wrong that I did. I know this just, it happens and it's unfortunate, but it happens. And, you know, maybe that means that there was something wrong with the baby and that it's better it happened this way. (laughs) But it doesn't make it any easier. Like maybe it wasn't the right time. Okay. But we were ready. We were so ready. So it doesn't make it any easier. And I know it's been really hard for Brock. He's been just so angry. And I'm like, are you angry at me because I'm sad? And he's like, no, I'm angry because I was excited. Like, so excited. And it's just been a roller coaster of emotions. Like, yesterday was the first day I woke up and didn't cry. And I had a good day. And then it was like I almost felt guilty for having a good day because I'm like, no, I should be sad. But it's like, no, you need to just go through the motions. And I feel like I'm just going through all of the stages of grief so quickly that I have to like get to acceptance because like it is what it is. I have to accept it. But it's like, but I'm still sad. And I don't know when I'm going to not be sad. But I know that when I had a good day yesterday, I just tried to embrace that because I didn't know if today was going to be a good day. God, it's it's just been a roller coaster. Kristen came over this weekend for Father's Day and brought me flowers and was just so sweet and it was really, really good to see her and just to know that I do have some amazing friends. And Stassi, we've talked more in the last five days than we have in the last five months or probably even five years, sent me the sweetest, most heartfelt message just genuinely being there for me and that really meant a lot because she's pregnant right now and I'm sure like being pregnant you can't imagine you know losing it and to see one of your friends going through the opposite it's just everything in our group there's been just a lot it's just been really messed up lately but I'm thankful that Ariana and Brittany I mean everyone's been really, really supportive. And I wanted to let, you know, those close to me know what was going on first before I did decide to talk about this publicly. But like I said, I just, I always want to be real with you guys. And if that means me being vulnerable, talking about the bad, then so be it. Because life isn't always sunshine and fucking rainbows. I am well aware of that. And, you know, sometimes you just go through some really shitty things, but I hope that it makes us stronger. I think it's brought Brock and I even closer together. And I'm just trying to tell him it's it's okay to be sad. It's okay to be mad. We were so excited. It just going through 
the motions has has just been very challenging to say the least. Um, for Father's Day, I just I still wanted to be consistent with posting for you guys and keeping you updated on everything going on in my life because you know we're not filming right now. We don't know what's going on with that. So I filmed some stuff with my dad for Father's Day and I tried to just enjoy my day with him and not be sad, but it was in and out of being sad. It was so great to see Kristen. And next week I did, I, we had already started vlogging so much of my doctor's appointment and peeing on the sticks, knocked up style and just everything so far leading up to it that I thought was going to be, you know, our announcement vlog. I, I did not think it was going to go in this direction, but I think it's so important to talk about the hard things in life that a lot of other people don't like talking about. So I am going to put that out next week. And it's it was a really hard one to record and it's probably going to be a really hard one to watch back. But I just want all of you out there who have experienced this to know that I feel your pain and no one should ever have to feel this. Literally, it's the worst. But I will always, always let you guys know what's going on with me, even if it pisses some people off because they think, you know, your whole life doesn't have to be public, Sheena. You can save some things. You know, some things are meant to be private. And I'm like, that's not the job I signed up to do. I signed up to give 100% of my life to tell the whole story, the good, the bad, the ugly. And that's what I'm doing. So now that you guys know what's been going on in my life the last couple of weeks. Um, obviously, I would just appreciate support and love. Um, and that's all I ask for right now. <sighs> but so this isn't a total downer podcast for all of you listening out there. You did send in a lot of questions. I'm going to go grab Brock. We're going to get into some of those. Thank you for those of you who didn't turn this off yet and are still listening. It's cathartic. Like it, it, it feels good, but it's hard to talk about at the same time. But keeping things in and bottling it is never good. You need to let your feelings out and you need to feel the way you feel. And it's okay. And that's what I'm trying to tell Brock. It's okay to feel what you're feeling. You don't have to keep it all inside. You don't have to be strong all the time. And I I don't know how long I'm going to feel sad for. I might you know, feel sad for a really long time. But I just now know that I can get pregnant on my own. I now know that we do want this. We are ready for this. And, you know, now we're going to try again. But in the meantime, I'm just going to keep on. I don't, I don't even know. (sighs) Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to go grab Brock and we're going to As Andy Cohen says, switch gears here and get into some of your questions. Now, joining me, my amazing boyfriend who drove two and a half hours to be here with me tonight because obviously we're both sad, but he just opened up his gym today. He's been working since 5 a.m. and still drove all the way back to Palm Springs to be here with me. Thank you, honey. You're welcome, baby. I was trying to do the conversation before, but it's just not my cup of tea right now. I know. It's so. it's not easy to talk about. I definitely cried a little bit, but like I was just telling you earlier, it's 
okay to feel your feelings mm-hmm. and to let it out. Strong men feel feelings. And it's okay. So this is also the literal only reason that I didn't go to any of the protests because I've been pregnant for the last several weeks and everyone's like, why aren't you out there? You know, you're such a supporter of the Black Lives Matter movement, yet you're not protesting. And I'm like, oh, I just I can't tell you guys why, but now you know. That's why I wasn't out there. Anyways, um, I said we're going to Andy Cohen switch gears here. That's what he always says on the reunion when he wants to change subjects. Switch so. gears. All right, yeah, we, let's go to some questions, eh? Yeah. What is your pet peeve about each other? You got to say who said it too. We got to give shout outs. Zoe. Zoe dot underscore dot underscore dot underscore. <laughs> My pet peeve is when you don't feel your feelings. My pet peeve is when you feel your feelings. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good to know. Clint uh, would like to know who would win in a chop styled home cook off. You or Brock? My money is on you. Thanks, Clint. Yeah. Although I think Brock might win that one. Wait, Clint said he backed you. Yeah. Bro, that's a, that's a dark horse to back. <laughs> Come on, buddy. Cupcake Montgomery, my girl, mm-hmm. said, do you guys want to work together in the future? Absolutely. Yeah, I think I think we're already working together now on YouTube and that and starting to do some podcasts together. Um, we're very fortunate that this is going to be what our job is or part of our jobs is our relationship, which is great. I think we're a good team. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite thing you've done in quarantine? Says, you know, teacup. Favorite thing? Yeah. You first. Um, probably finishing Netflix. Finishing Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, I just enjoyed how much one-on-one time I got with you, not working, just here. Yeah. Present I think me. I just enjoyed the time. We had some good time. Yeah. We did a lot of things. Took up good. golf. How long have we been together? Charlotte wants to know. About 10 months now? Yeah. 10 months plus three months of COVID, so that's about five years. Sarah Goat 24 wants to know, what's your favorite moment together? I know mine. Bali, Finns, when you told me you loved me. Oh, disgusting. It was such a good moment, honey. Mine was Brisbane Airport kissing you when you landed. It was a plane. Oh, that was literally a oh. kiss like out of a movie. I was driving for like an hour and a half down to the Gold Coast to thinking about how good that kiss was. Yeah. Put my coffee down. She walked over, kissed her. We went a little bit left and it was just ridiculous. Yeah. Let's Sabrina see. dot Canvae, Canv, Canzio. Zios, sorry. Mm-hmm. Got that completely wrong. <laughs> how do you feel? How does Brock feel about you on pump rules? Honey, how do I feel about you on pump rules? I mean, I think you'd probably prefer if I didn't, if it wasn't my job, but I don't know. That's a question for you. It's not a question for me. No, it says to you, how does Brock feel about your job? Oh, um, well, how do you feel about my job? I just, I get it. I do. I just wish that you did better. <laughs> 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 and like, yeah. I well, think- you know what? If there's a season nine and you're on it, I think I think that's going to be our season. I think it'll be. Yeah, you'll be chasing around little fourteen year old boys on the. Shut season. up! Ew. Lizzie G seventeen wants to know what was your first argument and how did you resolve it? Do you remember our first argument? Not the first one. 
I mean, I, I remember. I remember the main one, our first big one. The pizza. It's not about the pizza. Yeah, that it is. One. Yeah, I am. So <laughs> get this, guys. So at the beginning of quarantine, oh. Brock was doing all of his like Zoom workout videos in the garage. And he needed to plug in the ring light for his videos that he was recording. Could and, be good lighting. Yeah. Instead of plugging it into an empty outlet. There was unavailable. He, yes, there was. He unplugged my garage fridge and plugged in the ring light. So There was no available plugs in the vicinity of the perfect light. Yes, there was. So a few days pass. I go out to grab a drink from the garage (laughs) fridge, and I'm like, weird. I was like, they're not that cold. It's like cool, but not cold. And I'm like turning the knob all the way to cold, and I'm like, this is weird. And I'm like, honey, can you come check the fridge? Because like... It's cool, but it's not cold, and I'm turning it all the way. Am I doing something wrong? And he just kind of gives me this little, like, smirk and, like, laughs, laughs and then plugs it back in, and I look at him, and I go, how long has that been unplugged? <laughs> and he lies and goes, yesterday. And I was like, bullshit. You were out here three days ago doing your workout videos. It's been unplugged for three days, huh? Yeah. And he's like, uh. And I'm like, why are you lying? I know when you unplugged it. So I open the freezer. All of the pizza rolls, the frozen pizzas, everything's just ruined. He's like, it's a fucking pizza, mate. Get over it. <laughs> and I'm like, full James Kennedy. It's not about the pizza. You are selfish. You only thought about yourself and your freaking video. And you unplugged the fridge. And now all the food went bad. And it's not about the food. It's the fact that you thought about you. And you didn't think about me. And it, that was see see this problem, guys. It's because I wasn't thinking about her. You that? She, it wasn't about me. It was about you were her. just selfish in that moment. Yes, and you didn't and even. I didn't know how to handle it, so then we started an argument. He's um, like, "I'm packing my bags. Nothing. I'm going back to San Diego." I was like, "You walk out that door, you ain't coming back." He didn't walk out the door. Oh, please. <laughs> We cried a little. We got it was a good idea. We argument. did. It was, but that's the thing. Even earlier tonight. No, sorry to go back. No, but when we've had some arguments and get some anger out, it's very productive, and it's okay to be angry and to be upset because we need to be honest with each other with how we're feeling because we get to a better place. And I thought it it was very productive. Sorry, I fell Shut asleep. Then it's got boring. <laughs> Must feel good to be in, a, be in such a great place right now. Bet you want to say, that's right, bitches. <laughs> I don't know what that was for, but um, put that context for me. Just saying, I'm, I'm in a good place right now. I'm in a good relationship. And like, oh, you know, fuck you, right, all you haters. Yeah, that's oh, yeah, right, bitches. Cool. Yeah. 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 Beat that all the out. people making fun of me saying, oh, I'm boy crazy. It's like, that's right, bitch. Look at me now. Yeah. Um, at B T Z Z wants to know what are some of our favorite things to do in San Diego. Mine is date night at Sugar Factory. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good yeah. spot. Good for movie theater. And our boy, what's our boy's name that runs, runs that place? Donnie. Donnie. Yeah. Donnie always hooks we go it up. Way back. How far back? Like 2006. Mm-hmm. What type of friend was he? Oh, shut up. Just a friend. Anyway, <laughs> did you buy him an iPhone one? What? Did you get him an Apple Shuffle? I knew him before iPhone. You got an iPad Shuffle for him, didn't you? Yeah, an iPad Shuffle. That's not even a thing. Yeah, whatever. You know what I was saying. Anywho, um, I love getting dinner in Little Italy. What's that little um, waterfront, like the waterfront area where... Waterfront, yeah. Yeah, but they have like cute like restaurants and stuff down there. Mm-hmm. I like that area too. <laughs> Sienna wants to know, who takes longer with their hair? Sheena. <laughs> But the thing is, neither of us actually do our hair. Brock throws his in a bun. I put a headband or throw it in a ponytail. And 
I, I really despise doing my hair. The only time I actually do my hair is, this is not an ad, it will be on my Instagram next week, is when I use my Brush X. That thing actually works and I do use it and that's the only time I do my hair, which is once a week. Babe, two people, Courtney and Danielle J want to know where are your glasses from? Oh, the ones in the picture I posted are key. Q-U-A-Y. It looks like Quay, but it's pronounced Key. And um, Chrissy Teigen has a collection with them. I have so many. Pretty much any time I'm wearing sunglasses, they are keys. Is Brooke from New Zealand or Australia? Ray, I am born in New Zealand, raised in Australia. Man of the world. (laughs) The OG Queen Bee, another one of my huddle girls. So now are you guys missing each other now that quarantine is ending? Is it a big adjustment? No. No, I'm so glad to be, you know, just away from him. there. Oh, have him down in San Diego. Oof. It's been so nice. I finally have my space. To be honest, I just want to get off this so I can go cuddle. You know. <laughs> okay, so. No, but I'll say, like, I've lived alone for the last several years. I have had my apartment in Marina. I have an apartment in Vegas. And before that, I was at Park La Brea. And I am a person who's very social, but I do still like to have my alone time. And then in quarantine, I've had zero of that. But I got so used to having people around that now when Brock is back in San Diego and I'm just here by myself, it's like it does get lonely and I do miss him. So I'm trying to just be productive in that alone time and remember that I do enjoy it. But I do miss you. I miss cuddling you. Felicia asked us a question, babe. Mm -hmm. She goes, what makes this relationship work so well for you? Question mark. By the way, total couple goals. Kiss blowing emoji. Thank you. I do think that we have really good communication. I think sometimes I have to force it out of you, (laughs) but we always get, after every argument we have, I think we've gotten closer and we've gotten to a better place in our relationship. Do you disagree? I agree. Exactly. I think what makes our relationship work is that I am not going to give up any bullshit, nor are you. We respect each other. We treat each other with respect. Yeah. And you're not always easy on me, which is frustrating at times, but it's because you just want the best for me. And I appreciate that because you challenge me and you push me in a way that no one else ever has before. And you make me have that like competitive spark back again. You sure you want to text my sister about that one or what? Oh, I, oh if you act like an asshole, I will text your sister. If I, like, if I act up, she just wants to justify my actions by proving to me that they might be either correct or wrong, but she wants to ask somebody else for their opinions. And yeah. their go-to is my sister. Because, so, sorry, Nikki. Thanks, Nicole, because you <laughs> sorry, listen to her. Nicole. See, I say sorry. <laughs> she's like, thanks, Nicole. Yeah, because you listen to her and she puts you in your place when you don't want to listen to me. I'm like, I'm calling your sister. I don't mm-hmm. like doing that. I like calling her, which is good news. Hey, honey. Yeah. Taylor wants to know, where would you go? Where do you see yourself going in the future? Um, back to Bali. That's for damn sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Working hard and uh, go to Bali. Yeah. Get some, get some good traveling in. Get some good, good businesses going. Mm-hmm. All good goods. Um, how often do you work out? Any dieting tips? Guys, big one for dieting and working out is do your best. That's my biggest tip. It's consistency. Create a habit. If it's a working out habit or an eating habit, it's a habit. It's not going to be a diet or a plan. It becomes a habit. You do it every day. Then you create accountability. Then from accountability, you get to use your willpower, which created that habit, and apply it to something else. Mm -hmm. You're up, honey. Last one. Last one. Well, see, we also – I'm just going to shout out a few people. We're good on the questions. Grease Stephanie said, can't wait to see what the future holds for you, too. 
AVBH1934 said, just wishing you both happiness tonight. And Kelly Mama underscore said, I watched your video, the Meet My Boyfriend, and I loved it. So thank you guys for listening, for watching the vlogs, following us throughout our Yes, thank you very quarantine. much for supporting uh, the woman and my, yeah. the woman and I. And um, for those of you who are still listening, who have been listening from the beginning, thank you for hearing everything I had to say. I just... It it does, Brock may disagree, but I think it feels good to talk about the hard things because people don't do that all the time. And that's even with the Black Lives Matter movement, keep the conversation going. And I think that's important to do and spread love. It's still Pride Month. Happy birthday to all of you cancers out there. Anything else, honey? Good night, Kiwis. Good night, guys. This little guy's got to go to bed. Yeah, we got to go cuddle. Bye. Thanks for listening to Shenanigans with Sheena Shea. Download new episodes every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> Looking fine and I got my girls with me. With the boys at the table getting tipsy. Miss me, kiss me one more time. Get over here, boy. I'm going to make you mine. Yeah.